0: and I'm Rick Ruppenthal.
1: Welcome to An Honest Look,
0: where we look at transformation from the inside out, unplugged, unscripted,
1: and in the moment.
0: I hit it now.
1: Hey Rick, how are you?
0: Good afternoon.
1: (laughs) Do we almost forget to go live?
0: Yes, yeah we got we got tied up in a conversation as usual, like, and, and then I kind of looked up, and it's going—it's zero on the clock. Like there's a countdown timer. Right? And I was, what? What? <laughs> We're here. We're here. Take Welcome everyone. Well, yes. Yes. Center. <laughs>
1: So how was your week? I didn't even get a chance to. We got down to business today when we got on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> behind the scenes.
0: What is the, the point? What <laughs> is the point? I I had a remarkable week. Wow. wow! Yeah. Wow, what is that? Um, part partly because you know the sort of a, my exploring of sort of letting go of of certain ways things need to look all the time Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. and and part of our 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 topic today is kind of you know what I would share points to that but I had to um, facilitate um, a group meeting that was a hybrid part of it was zoom meeting and part of it was live so that was something I've never done before what (laughs) yes yes not only did I You know, have have this Zoom room going on, and also the a room full of people. Oh wow! That um, I decided that I wanted to give people who are on the Zoom side as much experience of what what as if they were here in person, Mm -hmm. right? So I set up two cameras. (laughs) Let's let's really make this complicated, right? And um, we had three. Three computers, a cell phone, and, and a projector. And as we were going through, like I came in early, and as we were going through all the technology, that's not working. That's not working.
1: Oh. <laughs> Did you just slap everyone on Zoom on their cell phones?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so. Uh, yeah. good morning, Adina. Welcome for joining us.
1: Hi, Adina. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but you know my my intent was still to 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 put this on but it but really it was sort of like i could feel myself sort of getting that little bit of anxiousness right mm-hmm. as i would look at the clock and it was like getting close to the hour and i'd say you know just just something will come up just let it like just relax and as we did the pieces started to come together you know the this uh, the one computer that wasn't working would work great for for a camera and we would just <laughs> you know Anyways, long story short, five minutes be- before 10, everything everything clicked. And then um, I also uh, wanted to sort of experiment with, although I had an outline for the meeting, and most agendas will have a, you know, okay, we start at 10, and then at 10.15, we're finished introductions, and at 10 this, we'll have a present, you know, th- that kind of agenda. <laughs> I had a starting point. And a finishing point mm-hmm. and then everything else in between had no times but there was topics there were things mm-hmm. that were, were going to happen and i and i said to the group i said you know i'm i don't want to limit ourselves by this box of certain things have to be done at a certain time if mm-hmm. you know i don't want to stop any free flow of interaction or networking or ideas that are going on but i promise you two things one we have started on time and we'll finish on time. But other than that, whatever happens in between, we'll just free flow and see what happens. And um, we finished uh, two minutes after the time we were supposed to be finished.
1: So <laughs> it all worked out. No one died.
0: Nobody died. No, so, so it's like, so again, it's sort of like like letting go of what I think it ought to be. Right mm-hmm. and then, there was a bunch of other um, what I call mini miracles, uh, uh, serendipitous moments, connections um, that happened throughout the week. So it's been really kind of a a fascinating week, a very fascinating week. And how about you? <laughs>
1: uh, it's been, you know, it's been like a fairly normal week for me. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, I mean, something kind of really unfortunate happened on the subway, which I'm sure everyone has heard. I had no idea because I've been so like busy in my own world. Mm -hmm. I started getting all these messages from my family in Italy, my friends overseas, are you okay? I'm like, what is happening here? So, you know, obviously I, you know, I found out what happened and yeah, I mean, I never really take the subway. It was it was in Brooklyn, and it was it was very far from me. Brooklyn is a very big place, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it can happen anywhere. It was in a it was in a bad neighborhood or anything like that. It's just um, I think it's a little bit of what um, a little bit expected. I think people have had a rough couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people haven't fared too well with what's going on. Then this morning I was holding my usual mastermind and all of a sudden my phone just started going, beep, 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 I'm like, oh my God. And I have all these like, uh, do not disturb you know, stuff set up right. on my phone yeah. and all the emergencies go through. And it was, a, it was like a text message from the city, uh, oh, just uh, giving the name, ethnicity and age of the person, of the suspect. Yeah, and then they ended up capturing him. Like oh, in a few hours. Was... Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, he's still a suspect, but yeah, um, it was kind of. That's one of those places where you're like, like they're on it. Like you feel like you're in New York City. You know, like they just got it done. They got on it and they got it done. Um, it was very quick. They got it done quickly. So. Yeah, you know, you never know. That's just how life is. You you may take the subway one day, and something like that happens, and uh, there's nothing you can do about it, right?
0: No, and it and it and I and I I'll be honest. I attempted to text you a couple of times.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I say attempted, I thought, okay. She's probably so busy doing other things right now. She probably, you know, opening
1: up my mama group.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, posting it everywhere. Yes. And congratulations on that.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And that's probably why I feel like some people knew that I was fine because I don't normally show up as much on Facebook, but I was putting all this stuff out yesterday. And yeah. So, if
0: you're a mom, mom, right? If you're a mom. Where do
1: yeah. they go? Come to my group. Uh, it's uh, you know the link. I'll have the link in in our Facebook group. But you know, obviously the link is a little bit long. But uh, the name of the of the group is um, <laughs> I
0: can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you can't remember your own group. I can't game.
1: remember my own group. Yeah. <laughs> unlock your your best life yeah unlock your best life and it's uh, on facebook Uh, but you can get to it from my facebook page as well fati light coaching and if you're a mom and you want to organize your life and uh, get out you know just find more clarity and um it, you know, and, and learn, you know, tricks and tools to live a little more purposefully and a little more uh, intentionally, just join my group.
0: Okay. And and you said it was, I put it in the in the chat it's there, uh, unlock, unlock Your Best Life?
1: Unlock Your Best Life. Let me find it. I can't believe I'm so unprepared.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I put it in the chat so um, people can search it. And I'm sure on Facebook, if you search... Most people are pretty familiar with it. I think popular, I, right?
1: I, think I can figure out how to put the link in here. Actually, yeah. I will put it as soon as I find it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. No, that's. Uh, I mean, that's. It's. I mean, it sort of leads towards. You know, both discussions around surviving versus you know thriving. Let's say, right? And, mm-hmm. and what are what are definitions of surviving and thriving or what it looks like between what is surviving and, and thriving. And I, I know we came up with this, this, this topic a little like earlier than we normally do. Um, and, and I had a kind of a bit of a chance to, to explore a little bit about it, what it meant to me personally. Um, and i had also a chance of participating in a group discussion on saturday morning on that on the very topic um it just so happened that that facilitator brought it up and i got well just kind of another one of those serendipitous moments (laughs) kind of a thing and you know and and even watching the events unfold because i went to a live live feed and was sort of watching what was happening in brooklyn um and and from the police reports and then they started showing um a video from the place that was actually um um uh the subway you know people who actually shot some video and things like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and the different the different reactions that were going on at the particular time right you know there was the whole gamut there was there was a group of people that were helping those that were hurt there was a group of people that were 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 running in in panic and then there was a group of people that were kind of like like really chilled about the whole app thing and there was there were some people that were literally just standing watching
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> as people were coming out of this smoking subway car
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i was surprised you know from from, you know, from, from one point of view, you, you would sometimes expect certain types of reactions and we saw a variety of different reactions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. you know, and some was, I, I I could, I could actually say that in, in some of the moments that were there, there were people that were thriving in that moment and people that were literally looked like surviving in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And for me, it's it's always been a sort of a sliding scale that because I know f- at there are times in my life, you know, if overall if you looked at it, you'd say, Oh, you're doing pretty good, all right. But there are moments in my life where I felt like I was surviving, just surviving. Mm-hmm. And there are moments in my life where I feel, holy man, I'm 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 doing really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: everyone, every time I've sort of looked at that sliding scale it's always been in relationship to what's been going on outside. There were circumstances. So it's my relationships with the circumstances that seem, seem to, like how I view what's going on, seems to determine whether I'm surviving or thriving. So that that's, seems a bit of my experience anyways. Um, so I'm interested in how how you're
1: experiencing the, the outer circumstances and, and how, like, for me, it's also how I, how I react to the outer circumstances and what I choose to focus on, yep. right? So, yeah, very much so, uh, the, because the experience of it has very much to do with how you can, um, how you can react to it, right? Like Like, being in control of that reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, running a program right most of us were um, just programmed to be in survival right since the very beginning since we were little we were but that's that's how we are wired right but Mm -hmm. then also all the conditioning in our lives and and you know society everything leads you to be in survival mode right Right. the modern life and Mm -hmm. run over here run over there do this do that right it's all like there's an urgency to everything. And that's very much the the state of being of survival, right? And so the more you're aware of this, and the more you realize that that is what's happening, it doesn't really actually have to do with with an urgency that is going to save your life, right? it, It just creates the experience of it. And the more you can control it, right? Realize that me reacting to something with urgency is not always appropriate, right? It no. is appropriate if I'm about to get hit by a car, right? That's when the survival mechanism kicks in and you stir the wheel
0: yeah. without
1: even, you know, you don't even consciously notice that the car is coming that way, but something in you yeah. gets you to stir away, right? That's when survival is useful to us, right? But I would say 99% of the time it is not, Right, ninety-nine percent of the time, we're just running that program. We're overreacting, frankly, right, to situations and circumstances outside of ourselves. And so, the more we are aware of that, and the more we catch that, and the more we can control our experience of it, it doesn't change what happened on the outside. No, it changes the way we experience it.
0: And and that that is a, th- Thanks for joining us, Angela. Um, the um, you're saying something really important because the circumstances are the circumstances.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Is, what, yeah.
1: There's nothing you can do about
0: it. Right. Like yeah. life, life will always be changing. Life was always doing something in front of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, and I'm sure that you know, not to keep pointing back to the, to the incident that happened in Brooklyn, but I'm sure people who got up with good intentions of getting to work and 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 just you know putting in their earphones and enjoying the trip and then, then all of a sudden something happens in front of them they had no control over that they had absolutely no control over that no control over that yeah and and those that were in the and 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 you see that in responders too because you know we don't as responders we don't have control over the calls we go to or the scene you know or you know what's happening in front of us right and you will often see in most cases, and you saw saw it in the newsreels yesterday, that the responders, there's no there's no real sense. It doesn't look like there's a sense of urgency. There mm-hmm. is a sense of urgency. Don't get me wrong. Like they're they're dealing with it, but you'll see paramedics and firefighters kind of walking it purposely into into a scene as opposed mm-hmm. to rushing into a scene, and and part of that is because when you react, there's a tendency to, to rush.
1: Yeah. Doing the, the first thing that is innate in us, which is yes. rushing, running away, right? Survival. You're running for your life. Yeah. You're reacting. You're, like, getting loud and, you know, screaming or asking for help, right? It, it, that's the survival Absolutely. response, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. And most so. of us even, even in the moment, even, even if you're highly trained individual, you still have that reaction. Like it still mm-hmm. pops up. Mm-hmm.
1: The fundamental
0: difference is, is, that you're more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like you like, Oh, okay. I need to slow down. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to slow down and actually see what's really going on. Yeah. See for like, you know, and, and unless of course you have a, you know, like in some people that were so close to it, there was an imminent an imminent threat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So, so yeah,
1: well, those people needed to be in survival.
0: Absolutely, they needed
1: to run, Absolutely. fight or flight uh, or freeze, right? Those uh, are the, that's that's when that was appropriate. Yep. It is the yep. reaction that you want. You don't want to be sitting there and, and pondering the meaning of now, life while you're, you're being shot.
0: Right. What yes.
1: could be happening? How can I be more present with this? No, you need to run, right?
0: And but, and and you're not and you're very present. Like you are very present. oh,
1: you're you're like hyper focused on what's happening and what needs to happen to get yourself no. out of danger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but what happens often in our lives is that we're happy focused on what is hurting our feelings or not going our way, and we just get stuck in it, stuck in it, and without really actually saving our lives. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. most times our lives are not in danger, right? Yeah. Most times when you come from a place of reaction, from that place, the reaction is never useful or effective, frankly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Yes, if your life is in danger, fight or flight or freeze, you know, we are wired to save our lives and run. But in most cases, we still react that way and don't need to be, right? I mean, a little example could be like, for instance, I drop off my kids at the corner, the the school bus picks up the kids, and I can't even tell you how many times while these kids are getting on the bus, there's always someone... Hunking! I'm like, I know it's New York City, but it's a school bus, you know, like just a rush in the anxiety. And like, it's like, it's a school bus. The bus is not going to move because you're feeling anxious this morning. You know, it's like, but that, that is a classic example of an overreaction. You know, like the bus is sitting there for like 30 seconds, you know, because it also has a New York driver, <laughs> She's in a rush too, you know, so it's not like she's sitting there for half hour. But every morning, you know, often, not every morning, inevitably, there's a person that's honking and it's like, are you for real? (laughs) Don't you see the children are getting on the bus? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you missing here? You know, and and that's what it is, the inability to control that urge to react and like be in a rush and, you know, like be in that in that mood
0: and and you're right that like the bus doesn't care like the bus any of that stuff really does not care about what's going on with you right but we want to take it personally right and and so that's my when I first mentioned like my relationship with the circumstances like how Mm -hmm. am I viewing those circumstances am I taking it personally in the sense of oh life is trying to do something to me you know, I want to control those circumstances so I get to feel better. Mm-hmm. I apologize to the lawnmower if you hear it. Um good microphone. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's it's about you know the relationship I have with the circumstances. Like so if if I'm in good relationship, in other words, I am allowing the circumstances just to be doing what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in front of a bus kids are loaning up chill right i mean like like there's nothing more i can do about it now if i start to think i can do something about it i'm more in survival than thriving right of course if, if of i course. if i come across somebody that's that's in the slow lane or or going not the speed of of the traffic or or whatever and i start to feel more anxious like i need to do something about that i'm not thriving anymore i'm going back into you know um, survival mode so to me again it's 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 how well are we willing to allow the circumstances to be what they are knowing that you know what we really can't change 99.9% of it it's going to happen anyways
1: no and, and you know and i think that the the degree of your reaction
0: yes yep. is
1: equal to your need meat- to express, if that makes any sense, right? There's something repressed in there. Like if you are gonna react like that, you know, because there's a school bus stopped and you can't make your turn quick enough, there's something to be looked at and that need to express that in that moment in the way you do, right? And it's, you know, that that's what is uh, the difference between someone that looks at their circumstances and what, where they're pointing them in their own personal journey and development, and the person that just blames the bus for being delayed 30 seconds, right? It's the bus's problem, and they overreact, and they honk, and they scream, and they pull the window down or whatever it is that they do. And it's like, you know, it would be much more useful for you to just lift the windows up, scream on your own, let it out while you wait. Because the result is the same, the bus is not moving any faster. <laughs> you know,
0: I was coming. I was coming home from that that meeting, and and I, and I was just. I mean, I had no other place to go other than I'm on my way home, right? Mm-hmm. I had no other appointments, and so I set it on cruise control. I'm on the highway, and I always put it up about three or three above the speed limit, and my car kind of adjusts to the flow of the traffic. And I all of a sudden I catch catch my rear review mirror, and there's a lady there that's literally waving to me with, with two of her fingers. Let me get <laughs> what? <laughs> well, the the middle fingers. Like she's she's and she's yelling at me. What? I, I know. I I was like, <laughs> like, like, what's going on? Like, you know, and it and it's and she's going sort of like this, you know, it's like go faster, Move. go faster. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm going, well, I'm already going over the speed limit. Basically, you know, I'm in the slow lane or, you know, the lane I'm supposed to be. And I'm just chilling around. And it's like, wow, like, like you're not thriving. You're you know, no. like, like, you're, you're not no. in the flow of, of and which really surprised me was as she was, she honked and was telling me this and, and expressing herself with, with hand gestures um, uh, she she the the uh, there was an off ramp, no I, no word of a lie. Maybe fifty yards down the road, and she took it. And it, and so it's like, wow, like like you had to get to that off ramp that quickly, you know? It's like like it just surprises me sometimes. But again, it, like her relationship to the circumstances was very like like her low mood, right? What you see. Right? Yeah, so or right she's out.
1: running late or whatever it is. It's, it's a place, it becomes a way of dumping what's yeah. happening on the inside, right? And, and also this these are like silly examples, right? There's way course. greater problems and way, you know, like more difficult moments that we live in in survival, right. But it is a pattern, right? So if this pattern is true, and, and not always necessarily, but if that's your way of reacting to things, that's a way you're going to tackle bigger things in your life
0: too. It shows up everywhere. It shows and and everywhere. so a
1: place to practice how to change that are these silly instances.
0: Yes. Next yes. time
1: there is a school bus there or, or a man that's driving too slow for you. To, just try and see how you can approach it and, and prevent that reaction. Right, prevent that like feeling, or if you do get annoyed, ask yourself why, right? And that's a place to start shifting some of this where it doesn't really matter too much, right? No one saw us, no one saw me doing this to you. you (laughs)
0: That's the symbol.
1: (laughs) No one saw me doing it, right? I got away with it. Start practicing. Yep. In those places where it doesn't really matter. As you build up muscle, then you can start practicing where it really, really matters, right? And I think that's where I, where I would like to shift into where does it matter? You know, it matters when you shift your state of being from survival to thriving in, in the greater things in your life, right? It's a mindset shift that needs to happen because one is putting the blame on the outside. I am angry because this didn't happen or that did happen or this person did this or said that. And I'm angry because I can't do anything about it. If I'm not guilty of it, I can't do anything about it, right? So now you have no control over it. You got angry and the thing or the person did or said, whatever it is they said anyway, right? What are you getting out of it? Absolutely nothing. Anger. But what you do is you, you reinforce your identity of a survivor, you know, like I'm in survival, I'm a survivor, I'm a victim, and this is who I am. And you'll continue to reinforce that identity, right? Yep. So for as long as you continue to do that, guess what? You're gonna be in survival. There's no way out of it. You're gonna yell at the school bus, you're gonna <laughs> pull up your fingers, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> and you're gonna, you know, you're just gonna blame everything on the outside of you. Now, being like thriving takes actually taking responsibility for mm-hmm. all of it. Not saying it's my fault that this guy is not driving fast enough. It's my fault that the bus is not moving fast enough. But it's, it's more about saying, okay, this is happening. I accept it. I'm not the one doing the doing. Whether it's wrong or right or it's just a matter of patience, doesn't matter. It's something that's annoying you. This is happening anyway, regardless. Mm-hmm. How can I show up in a way that is, feels empowering to me versus being angry and dumping and doing all those things I'm trying to get away with, right? How can I show up to where I feel empowered? What can I do about it? You know you know what? Traffic is heavy. I can't go as fast as I can. Maybe I can just listen to a podcast I'd be meaning to listen to. You know, and accept this moment. What is the worst that can happen? I'm going to be late. Am I going to die from this? No, <laughs> right? I can't do anything about traffic, but I can do something about how I'm experiencing this moment.
0: This moment, and 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 I like what you you said earlier about the matter part, because mm-hmm. one of the fundamental shifts that I experience is when it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden the traffic or or whatever you know scenario you want to come up with it just doesn't matter anymore and so you you basically fall back into that quieter space where you are thriving you get to see things differently and it's amazing what what possibly can happen because there's there's all of a sudden you know a, a lane opens up or something you know or somebody phones you and says hey look you know we're running 20 minutes behind on our appointment just take your time oh perfect cuz that's exactly yeah, what we're doing right exactly
1: where you need it
0: so you, you... so i'm just curious i'm just curious because because i i think that's what people because let's i i think we both have noticed times in our life when we are thriving and we're surviving so it's not like we're always in one or where seem to be we float a bit. Of course. Right. Yeah. So i and I think there's something about this when it matters piece.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think there's something about that. And 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 what our thinking is behind that, what we think matters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I know as I keep exploring and ex and and experimenting with this notion of not letting it matter and you know letting go slowing down to the speed of life and things like that i find that even the things that i used to think were really really important are no longer that important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know the, the the certain things of oh i have to have certain things done this way mm-hmm. um particularly again like i have to have the circumstances look a certain way I have to right so letting go of what I think circumstances should be or what life should be seems to be pointing me in a, in a more thriving direction.
1: Well, it's really a matter of letting go of having resentment about something that has happened, that it's not going the way you expect it to go. Right. Because it does matter. Sometimes there are things that do happen in our outer circumstances that are painful, that are unjust, are difficult, right? And we talked so, about
0: some of them in our past shows. You know, those things matter, those things matter,
1: life. yes. And it's not, and we're not saying that they don't, we're just saying that sitting in a place of anger for too long, you're going to be angry. Yeah, like we could all be thrivers and have that moment of survival and reactiveness. We all do that. Happened to me the other day. The guys not finding my car at the garage, I was late picking up my kids, and I is like. What are you doing? He's like typing things one by one. I'm like, is he doing it on purpose? He was putting something. (laughs) i like, I need to get my kids. So I had that moment of frustration, right? So sometimes it does matter. But it's like, how long are you going to sit in it? And how much are you going to rehearse it? That's what keeps people in Mm -hmm. survival. So Mm -hmm. again, if you're about to get shot, you better go into survival. Right. There are moments where that's appropriate. There are moments where it's like, listen, (laughs) I got to get my kids. (laughs) Can you just speed it up? Right. So there are moments where you may need to go into that, but it's important to get out of it too. It's important to not let it last and rehearse in it. Right. And and the other thing that I really want to speak to is this concept of thriving, right? Because we're talking about survival and thriving. What we are talking about is thriving on the inside, which I want to really distinguish because when you say thriving, socially we think of someone who has a successful career, right? Mm -hmm. We immediately make that connection the person's thriving, they're doing really well, they have this kick ass business. Yeah, exactly. I think that is a byproduct of thriving on the inside, right? Well, we're talking about going from survival to thriving. We're talking about the state of being of thriving. I'm going from feeling a victim, that I'm in survival, that everything happens to me, that I can't control all these bad things that are happening, all these people that are triggering me, making me late in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm shifting into accepting that I cannot do anything about those things. Perhaps I can make a different decision about what time I leave tomorrow. And perhaps I can listen to a podcast while I'm stuck in traffic, right? And I can just enjoy the moment. So I'm doing something about it, there's nothing to do about it in the moment while I'm late, right? And accept it. And like you said before, the moment that that acceptance comes, the moment that you remove the resistance on the inside, all this synchronicity starts happening. Everything falls into place, right? Because it follows your vibe. It follows what you're putting out, right? There's acceptance. You're removing all that resentment and anger. And you're just, you know what? There's nothing to do about that. I'm just going to do something that makes me feel good now that I have been wanting to do.
0: Like, like even it doesn't even have to be like something like, Going back to my uh, my my meeting that I had uh, last week, you know, where the technical issues were going on, there was somebody there that was working on, like I was standing back watching, much like you you were doing with uh, watching this valet guy looking for your car. I, just, <laughs> I was was trying to get these computers to work, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty tech savvy, like you know, like but he wanted to do it right, so I could feel myself getting a little anxious, like, 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 get out of the way. I could do that, you know, kind of a thing. Right. But would it, how would it serve the situation by me getting sort of worked up about it? Maybe possibly getting him worked out up about it and, Mm -hmm. and having him make more mistakes Mm -hmm. um, than to just sort of be relaxed and more supportive and and Mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, look, look to see what I could do right now. And one of the things that I, that I felt I could do is, you know, get some more cables, get, do this kind of a thing, you know, And I started doing things in the background and again, it, like it just fell into place. Now, would have it not fallen into place? I don't know. I'm just telling you what the results were, mm-hmm. but either way, I have a feeling that I still would have been more relaxed. I mean, cause the audience was starting to come in you know and and because i was relaxed i was able to connect with the audience and kind of you know joke around the technology side of things and 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 um, um and, but it all all kind of worked out now like that's what that's what i mean like when you notice what's going on inside you have a far better chance of doing something now about it because now you're aware of it and the problem with my lady then behind me she's not very aware of what's going on. And yet, you know, I'm having a wonderful experience on the very same highway as she is.
1: <laughs> well, she probably didn't even notice that her exit was right there, right? Because she's so yeah. hyper-focused on you yeah. and what's bothering her, right? Yeah. And, and that's actually one of the points, right? When we stop focusing on the thing that's triggering us, it's yes. putting us into survival. Now we can see all the other solutions to our problem. Absolutely. Now we can think from a Absolutely. from a place of you know like thriving, from yep. a place of, you know, like coming up with solutions that actually work and are doing something for our lives instead of shouting and screaming and you know going yep. like that. <laughs> I I did, I did try to kind of take my own car and like, you know, I had a moment where I was like, he's just like driving me nuts this. with yeah. this you know like it, i waited a good 10 15 minutes yeah. and it was getting to a point that it was like so late i'm like okay <laughs> now i'm gonna be a true new yorker here listen <laughs> where's my car <laughs> i'm gonna go get it i can see it is right there no no lady wait i'm like i'm getting my car <laughs> and i was like just breathe relax. It's going to be another 30 seconds. It won't change the outcome. You know, and I picked up my kids. It was fine. I was a little bit late. But yeah. And we all have those moments, right? And then you realize that it was what? Two minutes that I had those moments. Yeah. Would, would, I, would I wish that I didn't have those two minutes? I mean, in an ideal world, I could have been more zen about it. And at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and feel guilty about it and beat myself up because it won't change the fact that I reacted, right? No. Nope. Nope. I'm just gonna remember it and like you know remind myself next time. Just breathe, <laughs> kindly suggest.
0: <laughs> but it's it's when you it's when you notice, right? So a lot of yeah. times I don't notice, but uh, you know with practice.
1: In the moment, know. often we don't. In we, the moment, I, yeah, often yeah, exactly. we don't. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know. I, like i said it's you know through practice you start to realize you know i'm not i'm i'm removing myself away from my grounding like for me being grounded you know i, I feel quite content things are going flowing quite quite nicely you know mm-hmm. happiness is in there i'm very hopeful about things but when i notice that i'm not in that state then then i'm i'm curious now okay so mm-hmm. so where am i where's that gauge Right. Because I know the 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 further away from that grounding, further away from centering or whatever you want to call it, then I'm not I'm I'm more victim. I'm more surviving, you know, trying to control my circumstances, all those kind of things. And it doesn't feel right. It feels like I need Mm -hmm. to do something about it as opposed to letting go about doing something about it and just seeing. What I actually need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And right now, it looks like I just need to be listening to a podcast or just relaxing or just, you know what, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, kind of so, but you don't see that if you're stuck in your head, right?
1: You don't see that if you're stuck in your head in the moment, then you make that shift into um, an empowered mindset. That's yes. really what thriving is having an empowered mindset you will get that successful career, you will get the life that you want, you will get all the things that you want because that is what you're putting out there. And I know that that's that's too big of a leap for some people to see how that that it all connects and leads into that direction, but that is the way it is. No one has ever succeeded by sitting there beating themselves up on a sofa. Or in anger. Or in anger, anger, you know, and it's like, Or they have succeeded, but they're miserable on the inside, right? They have succeeded by making money through whatever. You know, there are people that are successful, have successful businesses and careers that are miserable inside. I know many of them, many, right? And they continue to achieve and achieve and achieve and achieve. And that need to achieve and achieve and achieve comes from a place of not feeling like they're thriving on the inside, not being enough. So I need to do more and more and more and more. And that doesn't bring you happiness. That doesn't bring you fulfillment. And I, and to me, thriving, truly thriving is is a state of being, is a feeling of fulfillment and happiness. And like, I am good with who I am and who I've become and how I show up in life and what I'm creating and where I'm going. And when I don't know, I know how to tackle it. I have the tools and, and I have you know, strategies to yep. get myself out of that or getting there, right?
0: Well, and that's part of, uh, and uh, thanks for joining us, Joanne, and no, it's uh, perfect timing. It's always perfect timing, right? <laughs> um, is, for me, the thriving piece is knowing, knowing the difference between when I am not and am. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. like you always have to be in thriving <laughs> mode. No. It's really about, the practice of, oh, I'm not thriving. What am I hanging on to? What am I wanting to, to, to have change, right? What can I let go of, right? So it's that practice. And the more you practice that, you you do become more thriving. And I wanted to give you a sort of a bit of a bizarre example of this, because when I was a paramedic in the streets, um, and we did a lot of calls in the east side area, which is Which is what you guys used to have as Hell's Gate, you know, where we're a lot of um there's lots of drugs and 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 other activity, illegal activity going on and and homelessness, you know, people living on the street, Mm -hmm. um, and things like that. I I've met so many people there that if it wasn't for the fact that the of the of their of what their circumstances looked like to me, right, and the fact that they were in dirty clothes and various other things were actually having a wonderful life for them mm-hmm. in that, in that moment. Right. And I often ask you know, them, like, like, why don't you go into a shelter? Why don't you go in all this kind of stuff? And they would basically say, you know, I'm, I'm quite content where I am. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so who am I to say, well, you're not thriving. You're just surviving. Right. Cause mm-hmm. it looks like surviving from my point of my eyes. Right. But when you really understand and, 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 start talking with these people, um, you start to realize that, you know, in some ways, as much as I, I, I don't see it, you know, uh, clearly at times they are thriving. They're doing what they need to do and, you know, and, but they're happy. They have community, um, you know, and, and various other things that, that, um, that they're sort of getting along with. And now I'm not saying, you know, everybody's got that same brush, but the but some of the people that I experienced, um, like I was really quite surprised. I was really, really quite surprised. Very
1: interesting. They say that actually about so, so some of third world countries as well, you know, some yeah. of the tribes and, yeah. you know, yeah, they don't have what we have, they don't live the way we do, but
0: what, the way they
1: are experiencing life is very yeah. different. Yeah. And we need to make yeah. that
0: important that it's not the circumstances that determine the the thriving or surviving. That's just a cultural thing, yeah. right? It's really again back to your mindset. So that so people can have a mindset no matter what's going on in the back. You look at the people in Ukraine right now, you know, mm-hmm. and and I and I watched an interview of a soldier, right? You know, and and how calm and at ease he was. You know, and even even his description, he says, "Yeah, you know, um, every moment's danger, and yes, I I could die die this next moment, and all that kind of stuff." But you can sense a calmness in his Mm -hmm. in his mannerism, right? And he says, "Yes, I'm scared," Um, and and but in the moment, there was no real threat. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There was no real threat. Um, and I'm sure you know there's a heightened awareness if 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 the sirens go off and there's you know there's mm-hmm. gunfire or something, but it has nothing to do with your circumstances. It has nothing to do with your circumstances. I just wanted to
1: no, I mean it, it's it's a you know it's a it's a hard concept to grasp sometimes because it is so we're so conditioned to see it as tied to our circumstances and our accomplishments,
0: our bank accounts so and, much yes, not. Yeah.
1: It's a mindset, it's the way you live your life from the little things to the bigger things. And also going back to something that you pointed to that I was talking about too, it's not about never falling short, right? It's also about accepting ourselves, our humanity, the fact that we will do things that are not ideal in our own, you know, like standards and forgiving ourselves, not judging ourselves And moving on to what serves us, right? Because judgment and anger, they don't really do much, right? I mean, anger can serve you to, you know, like release some of those feelings. But go do it with a pillow. Go do it and like punch a bag at the gym. You know, go take a really long run. You know, like those are all ways to release that kind of energy that builds up. But it doesn't really do much else. Sometimes you can get angry. You can like prompt you to speak up right if you're someone that doesn't speak up or like but the reason why you get to it with anger is because maybe you didn't speak up before right mm-hmm. so it's always a signal it's always pointing you at something that it's needs to signal. be looked at within yeah. always yeah. always telling yeah. you something just showing your part of you that needs a little improvement or attention, right?
0: Life will always give you those examples. Won't
1: exactly. It? And it's like, we are not perfect. I'm by far not perfect. And yeah. I do have moments where I, I want to go back into my survival victim place. And sometimes I do for like a minute or an hour, right? Like, let me just be a victim right now. It feels so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me just
1: good. cry and like feel like it's all happening to me and then i'm reminded that that's it for for that route right that option just keeps me there and now that i've done that i got my little you know addiction uh fulfilled in that moment now i can just move past this because it, it really is it you're going to be yeah. there. You're going to stay yeah. there. And you're going to repeat and rehearse the same things that are unfair, that have happened to you, that you don't understand how, right, that you're upset about. And you're going to make yourself upset more and more and more and just create all these feelings and this empowered feeling that doesn't really take you anywhere, right? No. no. And and so, yeah, it's okay. Sometimes I do fall into that. And then I laugh at myself. I'm like, okay, right. you got that. Now move no. on. <laughs>
0: I did that with that, that that workshop thing, you know. Like, uh, there's a bit of planning that you have to do. You have to send out invites, and and I sent out a hundred invites uh, to hundred different or, uh, places, people, and organizations, and I had literally zero response.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I started to get into a story about that. Mm-hmm. I, I, and part of that story was was okay, this is not working. I don't see this ever happening, you know, so I started to narrow my possibilities to the point where I was literally saying to the coordinator, I don't, I'm, I think I'm going to cancel this because I'm, I'm (laughs) you know, like, and I I could, and it's funny in the moment, of course, obviously, you know, I, I was, I was in my story, but afterwards I started reflecting on, it's like, oh shit, like, what did I just do? Right. I just did everything that I that I teach others not to do. Right. So I got mm-hmm. into my story, mm-hmm. kept the possibilities very narrow. And when I realized that, I go like, OK, just relax. Just like like let go of that piece of, you know, ha- wanting to have this result changed um, and just see what comes up. And something came up, not in the, not at the right of the moment, but it's usually those out of the blue ideas. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like. Something I, so when you're relaxed, you get these out of the blue re- ideas when you're out of your head. And it occurred to me that my approach needed to change. Like, And, and the idea of a new approach came up and I just free flowed. I just started writing and typing and, and doing all these different things, sent it out. And, and immediately I got like a dozen responses back. And half of them were, yeah, I'm, I want to come, you know, kind of a thing. So it was like, well, what was so, like, one was I, I could not understand my mind frame, mm-hmm. my mindset at the time. And one was I was letting go of any results or any any story. I was just in the flow. I was just doing, right? I just You're
1: just doing, You're just, you know, staying true to what feels right to you. I think absolutely. it's important. Really absolutely. not let an outside immediate result. And that's the thing. We want immediate results, right? We want things to just happen. You know, right away.
0: Happen the way we want them to happen. The
1: way we want them to happen through the way that we put it out there, and sometimes that's not the best way, but it doesn't make your work any different, any less valuable, right? And or any less worth doing.
0: So what I'm, what you know, part of my example is is that we we thrive, we stay in that thriving mindset. The more we sort of let go of any kind of way it should show up, any way of doing Mm -hmm. things, like we have. Mm -hmm and i've mentioned this before we have within us an innate wisdom we have innate intelligence it sometimes shows up as an intuition it's sometimes like out of the blue ideas you know some people call it like wisdoms or something spoke to me when we're quiet we can hear it but when we're in our story or like you know like the traffic lady or or um you know like we don't have an opportunity so um Part of thriving is, is noting, noting where I am on that sliding scale and then allowing myself to, to sort of like, okay, just step away from it and actually see what's coming up Mm -hmm. for what it is, because I know there isn't anything that we're not designed to, to deal with in the moment, in the moment. So the more we're present in the moment, we can respond better. But the minute, like you say, you know, like we're we're in our future or trying to figure out what we're going to do or hanging on to our past, nothing new or fresh will ever come. And it seems more like survival than thriving.
1: And again, you know, and I continue to say this, like all things, baby steps, one change at a time, take the smallest thing. Do it in traffic. Everything will change in you and anything will ever change in you through repetition. That's how your brain is going to get rewired. Take the smallest, easiest change that you can make in your life. If it's like preventing yourself from honking like a mad person, start there. If you can master that over time, you, can, you will move on to other things that you want to change in yourself and eventually it's going to become who you are. Yeah. but that's how you start you start with baby steps this is the easiest step that you can take tackle the easiest thing that you can take because that's going to create a, a, a small success for you and when you when we have success in something that creates a motivation to keep mm-hmm. doing that thing yeah. so yeah. don't take your biggest challenge and start there start with the easiest thing that you can do you know, <laughs> if it's like not yelling at someone every morning or whatever it is, not yelling like, at your kids or, like you or, or the bell. alarm, whatever it is, something super simple. Start there and you start rewiring that behavior. And then you you rewire the next behavior and then the next behavior. And then it just you don't have to do it for all the thousands of behaviors that you have every day. It eventually just becomes the way you think of things. Your mindset has shifted
0: i um <clears throat> absolutely bang on i um, i just heard uh this morning um, uh, a story I, I don't know if you fall follow, follow the master's golf tournament
1: huh.
0: no <laughs> 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 yeah, that's fine Anyway. <laughs> yeah so so uh this 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 guy uh he's 25 years old he's basically an un- unknown he's an unknown um like if anybody said Scotty Scheffler Sheff- uh, uh, last year, everybody would sort of like like who's he kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's really quite young and and an unknown. And over the last four or five tournaments, he's he's just like all of a sudden just showed up and winning, and he's just you know kind of a thing. And um, <clears throat> the night before he won the Masters he was and this is from his story he was so far in his head around how he did not deserve this on all this other kind of stuff like mm-hmm. like he 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 was starting to doubt his ability to win
1: imposter syndrome
0: oh yeah yeah very much so mm-hmm. very much so and 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 that that has a point in 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 the difference between thriving and surviving because when you're surviving you're just doing whatever you think think you need to do to, mm-hmm. to get forward but when you're actual thriving you're in that flow state where your skills and intuition are totally in balance and lined up and and everybody in sports knows that mm-hmm. they've they've all experienced it at, at one point in time um, and i know personally um and others if they, if you reflect at that you will notice that there are times in your life where you've had no thought but things have just flowed right Mm so you're in that thriving state so um anyways he was really worried about the outcome and of the next day and his wife said something really profound to him um about like what gives you the right to think you don't deserve it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it was that moment then that he said yeah like what does it what what right do i have to say i don't like and also you know what right do i have to say i do deserve it so he went in with the mindset of of i'm just gonna play i'm gonna play the best i can
1: we not being attached to the outcome
0: and not being attached to the outcome yeah. And afterwards he was injured and I, and I got this quote, I'm going to, I just going to put it up here. And I thought it was so, so profound in itself. He says, the human condition is to make things bigger than they really are. And years from now, people may not remember me as a champion and that's fine. But at that moment, you think it's a lot bigger deal than it really is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that that's where he was, you know, he was making such a big deal about this thing. And, and, and to the point where he wasn't thriving anymore, he was sort of like, I got to do the right things. I got to do this thing. People are watching me. People are expecting me now, you know, kind of a thing. So it's, it's just, for me, it's an example again of, of, you know, making something a big deal. The simpler things, right? And the more we notice some of these simpler things, when it becomes to a big moment, you're well equipped. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You're well equipped.
1: Yeah. 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 Again, it's it's really wiring in that that behavior, that way of thinking. Yeah. It's it's uh it's carving a different pathway, you know. Yeah.
0: And yeah. that's
1: how your the mind gets rewired by doing like deviating. From the path that you've been taking all your life and it's hard because it's well carved
0: it does not right? feel comfortable
1: it's well nope. carved so nope. deviating from that is not easy but the only way to deviate from that is by carving a new path yeah. and carving a new path takes repetition
0: yeah and, and, start and up you know
1: and you, up. you you still carve it with like smaller yeah. less yeah. challenging yeah. Uh, behaviors to yeah. shift Right. You're still starting to carve it. You know, it's Experiment. kind of like I start carving with a spoon, you know, eventually I get a shuffle. But let me just get the hang of the spoon here. You know, I mean, it's a start. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah don't go to the chainsaw right off the bat. No, no,
1: Yeah. Don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's so, you're absolutely correct. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's but having the courage to explore that. Right, having the courage to explore, you know that piece of, you know, letting go. Like when you when you feel it's not right, just let it go. See what happens. You could always go back to angry. You could always go back to whatever you know you were doing in the past. But wouldn't it be wonderful to try something fresh and new, and just get a new
1: skill, learn a new skill, (laughs) do it a little differently?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank yeah. you, thank you so much for, You're for so another welcome. good conversation.
1: So, I want to do a little bit of a better job talking about my group because I was caught so off guard. Didn't remember the name. Didn't have the link. <laughs> so, talking about carving new paths. Let's just <laughs> be very honest here.
0: All Facebook right, is right.
1: not never been my platform, and I'm learning a new skill.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. Yes.
1: So. When, when I'm like confronted with Facebook in any way, shape or form, I'm like, oh my God, where is the link? How do I find it? You know, like it is silly, but it's it's hard for me to navigate Facebook. It makes me sound really old. Which <laughs> is a good thing that I don't look as old as I am, but it is, it is a little difficult for me. So, yeah. you know, I stumble, you know, sometimes. Anyway, I found the link. I put the link in the chat, yeah. but you know, if you're a mom, And if you're in a moment of transition, if you have little babies, just became a mom, or you're just at that age where your kids are starting to go to preschool or school and you're thinking about what you're going to do with your life, where you want to take this, how to find a balance between your children and your work and how you can make it all work and how you can get clarity around that, how you can do it from a place of empowerment, come and join this group. Mm -hmm, I want to help you. I've been there. I know it like the back of my head. I'm doing it on my own for, for almost three years now. So I want to help all the moms out there because I, you know, we spoke about this. I think it was like last week or the week before is such a difficult transitional moment for women. And it's not acknowledged enough. It's There's not enough awareness around it. There's a lot of conditioning and shame and just feeling that, it doesn't matter. It does matter. It is challenging. Yeah. And but it doesn't have to hold you down. It doesn't, doesn't you don't have to be stuck there. And you're not just destined to just be that. You can be anything you want and be a great mom. So if you want to join, come. I have this Facebook group that I just started for moms, for moms that either have their own business, they want to start their own business. If you're a mom that has a job, you can come in also. And if you're thinking about creating your own business, I can help you with that as well. I'll be posting a ton of content there. I'll be giving you suggestions like I give here on like how you can start shifting your mindset, how you can start doing all this work on yourself, because it all starts with you, with us. If we are not in a place of thriving and believing that we can, guess what? We want and we'll be in survival. So come and join. The link is in there. Uh, Maybe I'll post it again. We'll put it in the show notes as well. You can find it under my profile, Fatty Light or Fatty Light Coaching, um, both on Instagram. And I think I have the link on my Instagram bio as well. So Mm -hmm. I believe I do. Yes. Instagram I got. (laughs) I can deal with Instagram. Facebook, I'm becoming (laughs) more versed.
0: (laughs) and and, and you've done a wonderful job and i and um thank you and i um you know having uh, four daughters and you know the cultural difficulties around surrounding around working and raising children and you know do i go to work or how long i stay around or can i just be a mom for a while um those things get in the way like those kind of 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 enjoying and being in the moment And I think I think we probably should do a show on that.
1: Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. You gotta bring a couple moms on to speak to it because you're very right. It it really, really takes away from the beauty of those moments that you have with your new baby, with your children, like because you're so consumed by all the expectations and all the shoulds and shouldn'ts and what people are gonna think, and how you're gonna manage it, and how is this gonna work, and who am I, and am I even wor- worthy of, you know, like I'm not contributing, and you know, like because because there's not a monetary value being put on motherhood. It's 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 really shameful. I've already oh. said this. I mean, even in in
0: corporate, you'll get like, me started on that way. Uh, absolutely, it's it is terrible. A job of of of, of yeah. Yeah.
1: grossly underpaid. I mean, we're raising the minimum wage in the United States, but moms still do not count. I mean, it's, it's like really, really yeah. outrageous. The,
0: the, yeah. There's no, there's no incentive to, to just, you know, and I'm, this is, this is a good conversation for another show. I'm going to save all my juicy yes.
1: bits <laughs> Yes. Save your juicy bits. Let's bring some people and we accept volunteers.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: because I think it's important to hear it from someone who's going through it in the moment, right? And it's not that I'm not, yeah, I'm going through it from a different place now, right? I'm going through it from a place of thriving, from a place of seeing it for what it is, right? Also, my kids are a little bit older now, but someone that's in the thick of it. right to just hear that you know i cannot forget those moments because they were very painful and difficult for me you know years of it
0: some of those some of those moments you know when we first uh, got together um yeah coaching groups and things like that yes
1: yes and it's you know and fairly and and thank you for pointing that out you can shift that very quickly i mean we've known each other for a couple years maybe a little bit longer how long has it been it's
0: been don't ask me the tough ones (laughs)
1: Maybe I mean, close to two and a half, two and a half years, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. you can shift that fairly quickly, yeah, and yeah. you're not stuck there. You don't have to be stuck there. You can yeah. you can figure it out. Yay! <laughs> All right, Adina.
0: Oh, no, Adina, Adina's volunteering, Angela.
1: <laughs> oh, she's volunteering, Angela. <laughs> um,
0: okay. No, we'll we'll uh, we'll figure out something. But uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, maybe next week we'll see how it goes i know we have a guest coming up towards the end of the month uh dominic um okay and um but uh yeah let's get together and talk about that more and um but in the meantime everybody have a good week and yeah. practice, practice 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 that mindset yeah
1: don't, don't yell at the garage guy or try and go get your car <laughs>
0: And stop giving me the finger just because I'm going the speed limit.
1: <laughs> you know, she waved her fingers. I'm like, what is she talking about? I was like, oh.
0: oh I was trying to be polite, you know. I <laughs> just, do you are, like... <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. Okay, we're not
1: we're not flicking you guys out. No, is, uh, no,
0: no, don't don't paste <laughs> that. That yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it ties into a previous story we told. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Joanne. <laughs> Thanks. We will uh, yeah, catch up with you guys soon. All right. Bye, everyone. See
1: you next week. Thank you, Joanne and July. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation. And if you found value in today's episode, join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights
0: your experience of the show means a lot to us so please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review this action matters to us more than you know you can find us on social media at an honest look podcast and on our youtube channel at an honest look bye for now
1: ciao ciao and until next time